ignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. So I could fly 
to carry, nothing left to say. Forgive me, Lord, when I'm weak and lost. Cause you traded heaven for a wooden cross. Yes, all this year.
Hallelujah. I said clap your hands for grace. Wow. What a fantastic poem I have just heard this evening. Clap your hands for Priscilla for that beautiful poem. Email it to me immediately. But it's good to be back. The the church looks nicer than I left. So it means the pastors in the system. Where is Pastor Solo? You come back. Yes. And um, Reverend Tycoon looks shorter than he was before I left. <laughs> you are in power now. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, you rejected my candidate, but we shall come back 2020. Yes. Yes. Come back. How can it be that even our polling agents didn't vote? <laughs> we refuse it. We refuse it. We refuse it. And also, by 2016, whatever church I'm pastoring. Everybody must swear allegiance to my political party before you. <laughs> no, I can't be ministering to people who vote against my candidates. <laughs> it's, not, it's not appropriate. So, but it's good to see all of you. I, somebody asked me in the office how I feel after having gone for this campaign and I think the answer I give was a true answer from my heart. I said I feel very privileged to have been part of what God is doing and uh, I thank God for the privilege he's given us in Lighthouse to have somebody like Bishop Dagwood Mills as our pastor. And we had 14 campaigns in 14 cities. And uh, one of the things also I think I need to say is that don't form impressions of people and places without experiencing the people. It's one of the lessons I learned from the trip. You know, don't form an impression of someone that you've not related with. You just heard someone talking about him or about a place because before I went to Zimbabwe I thought it was a country of hungry people everybody is lean 
there's nothing in the shops, you know. But in all the 32 days or 33 days I spent there, I saw only one old car. Yes. Every car is new and nice. Yes. The cities, when I say cities, I mean if you say Sunyani or Koforidua or Takrade, they make our cities into villages. Beautiful. You know, Harare is like a city in America. Beautiful. I mean, the skyline. Accra, I don't know what you have here. But if you watch the news, Dubai, my friend, stop. <laughs> Look. Uh, please, do, do, I'm coming to preach. I, I'm already. <laughs> um, what was I saying before this, Pastor? Also, I was saying something. Yeah. When you watch CNN, BBC, you get the impression that it's a very, like, poverty-stricken, hustling. But everybody is normal. They eat well, there's food, nice, everything. Also, of course, they also have slums. But every city in the country we went to was nice, very nice. You know, but when you just use, listen to hearsay, you have a wrong impression. So it's one of the things I learned there that not to listen to people. Yes not to listen to people's opinions but try to relate with places and people yourself amen so we had fantastic crusades i met a lady grown up she must be about 40 years She's a personal assistant of one of the largest, the pastors of one of the largest churches in Harare. And um, she said, I was surprised that she said she has never seen a crusade before. Yes, a Christian who has been, because the last crusade in Harare was by Bonki, a small crusade, 36 years ago. So a whole generation, as we are here having greater love, and healing Jesus everywhere. Somebody has not seen. So, and I met some young guys who had come from South Africa to Zimbabwe for the crusade in one of the cities to go back. And they said they, have, they don't even know what a crusade is like. They have not seen a crusade before. And I realized that you can also be in a world where it's like everything is thrown at you freely what people don't have, you have it in abundance. But I believe that God is bringing us off. Soon, everybody here will be an evangelist. Yes. Everybody here. That's why my, my, my hero is President Mahama. Yes. For, yes. for leading this country to peace. You will not know the value of what he has done. My prayer is that there will be peace in three years, four years, seven years. This is the point I'm making, yes, that 
no Gambia. <laughs> Gambia. A herbalist. <laughs> Which is also another thing. Try and go to school. Yeah, send your girl child to school. If it's a boy. Because when a person is not very educated. I want to say something. But let me read the verse. So, I'm happy to see all of you, and um, it's a blessing to be sharing the word of God with you today. I came with a lot of strength, but the poem I heard has sobered me. But I'm now developing Reverend Tycoon's anointing. So, turn your Bibles to... Isaiah 11. Um, normally, this, this is not preaching. I'm going to be reading a lot of verses. But I'm preparing you for the Thanksgiving convention we are going to have. Which is also another very sober time we are going to have. Yeah. No screaming or dancing. So make sure you don't miss it. Verse 1, Isaiah 11. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse. Are we there on the same page? And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse. And a branch shall grow out of his roots. Verse 2. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel. The title of the message I'm preaching today and hopefully will continue God's grace next week is the spirit of counsel and might the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord and verse 3 shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord and he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes neither reprove after the hearing of his ears, but with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth, and so on and so on. I just enjoy reading the, the, the scripture. Some of you have, have not had your quiet time today. So tonight, the message I'm preaching, or I'm sharing, the exhortation, the exhortation is... Titled The Spirit of Counsel. The Spirit of Counsel, which is if I am to bless you, I will bless you with the Spirit of Counsel. If I'm to curse you, I'll curse you that counsel should be taken from your life. So, 
Having said that, tonight is just Bible reading. Exhortation. Amen. Now, I want us to now go ahead and read. Are you ready tonight to read the Bible? How many Christians who love the Bible are in church tonight? Right. So we start. So I've just told you the message I'm preaching tonight is titled what? The Spirit of Counsel, which is the Spirit of Advice. Amen. The spirit of advice. Now, I was, I had the privilege of standing by Bishop, our shepherd. And he was talking to a pastor who had done something wrong, you know, hadn't done well hadn't done something well. And he told him that, so, so he quoted Matthew twenty-two fourteen, which is really the reason why I'm preaching or exhorting you or I'm sharing or I'm reading this. Because it says, for many are called but few are chosen. So he told him that the reason, there is a reason why many people are called, but at the end of the day, few people remain. And he said, between many and few is your behavior. See, this, the, 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 the behavior the pastor put up, it's, it's not the subject of tonight's discussion. But what I learned from him was that the original intention of God is not to bless a few people. The original intention of God is not to make only six brothers rich. And everybody is poor. For him, I, um, Psalm 65 and verse 4 says, Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causest to approach unto thee. Then he adds the B and says that we shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house. So, blessed is the man whom thou choosest. So, so see, you don't see the word call in Psalm 65 and verse 4. But that word choose is the same as call. Thank you. So, when God calls you, you are blessed. In fact, God's blessing is in the call. When you respond to God's call, and when I say call, this evening, I'm not talking about ministry. Because it won't benefit those of you here who have made up your minds, you won't be shepherds 
will soon not be shepherds. When I use the word call, I am talking about every blessing of God. He calls people into blessings. And he does not call a few. He calls many people. Many people. Please, if, this, if, if I collapse right now and the service ends, remember that the message is that God calls many people. He is not a wicked God. He's a kind God. He's a merciful God. He's a loving God. He's a gracious God. He calls many people to marry. Yes. But few end up marrying. You will not believe what I'm talking about. I mean, if you are a brother here and you are above 30 years working, earning 650 Ghana cities here, and you are not married, your mind is sick and your testicles must be swollen by now. You are the reason why the sisters are struggling because girls don't propose. Yeah, it is the will of God. Many people should be married. But you are a reason why some of my daughters here don't have husbands because you will not propose. And the reason is that you are likely to be either unspiritual or an idiot. What are you waiting for? Many people are called to prosper. Many people are called. Yes. The preaching announcement just came. <laughs> I just felt it. The poem sobered me, but now I think I'm recovering. Yeah. Many people are called to prosper, but few end up being chosen to prosper. Yes. Between many who should be married by now and the few who are now married or between the many who should be rich and the few who are really rich are many filters. Many filters. One of the filters is what I'm talking about tonight and it's called the filter of the spirit of counsel. You won't believe it. I, I don't think you've heard any message like this. Yes. I also haven't heard any message like that before. But I'm preaching to you today. Yes. Many are called to have big churches. Big satellite churches. Big fellowships. But when you come down practically, you see that only a few 
have got big satellite churches and big bustles. Many are called to have jobs. But when you look carefully, you will realize that only a few end up having jobs. Many are called to be promoted in any institution. But pastor, only a few. Always you see that the original intention is minimized. Many are called to be anointed. But only a few become anointed. I'm telling you. Many are called. I, I remember even like the work I do in Healing Jesus campaign. It's not work that is like Bishop saw that there was a doctor at Matayeko Church and he called him. No. I was there. It was a Tuesday evening service at Collegono. Letters. Lady Pastor Mary C. Gave us letters signed by Bishop. To all doctors, we, we have nothing less than 15 sent letters that he has started a crusade and wants people to come and help with morning clinics. We used to have, your friend is saying, is it clinics? You are a doctor. What, medical outreaches and so on. Yeah, a lot of doctors had the same letter I had. But eventually, I was the only one left. I'm telling you that when you see any, like, many are called to drive cars, but few end up driving the cars. Many are called to be around a great person. I'm telling you, many are called. Many people are called to be around a great person. But you realize that only a few people end up being around the person and you may think oh the person likes girls or likes slim boys or likes i don't even know what to, rich men i don't know what what your criteria but many are called always you see that many people are supposed to be in a category but few remain now there the, the are filters in life i'm preaching there are filters in life. There are filters in life that filter many and end up with few. Tonight, eh, I, I'm, I'm telling you, if, if, if I'm, I don't think I'm preaching, but if I'm preaching, I am not preaching to anybody here or everybody here. I'm speaking to only the few who are meant to be ahead and who are meant to stay ahead. Because it looks to me, I'm convinced that most people who are even ahead will retreat. It looks to me, sweetheart, that most people who are at the top will fall. Many are called to be at the top. But eventually, few will remain there. I am, some of you should give your offering to your neighbor and go home. Because some of you are not meant to be at the top. You are not meant to be ahead. Some of you, your destiny really, I don't know how to speak. I wish I could speak God. Your real destiny in life is to be filtered out. You are not meant to last. Be careful the keyboard you are sitting behind. 
something can filter you out of that place. A lot of people end up being filtered out. They are among blessed people. They are among great people. They are among whatever people. But they end up being filtered out. Yeah, if it is true that many are called and few are chosen. And I'm not, I, I will not use my life as a, as, a, as a research project to disprove the word of God. Which means that truly, I should be preaching to just 10 people in this service. Just 10. Because many of you don't deserve to be in this service because you are support by next year, by next two years, by next six months. Something should have filtered you out. And only a few will remain. Now, one of the filters, one of the things... And now, I, I'm going to, at this point, start doing Bible reading. One of the things that filters people and removes them from their blessed place of destiny to oblivion. When I say oblivion, means we don't even remember you that you were around. We don't remember you and at the end of the day, only a few are chosen means a few remain. May it be that you are one of the few who will remain. I don't know. I don't, no, it's up to you to lift your hand or to receive. I don't, but I'm just saying that may you, I'm not saying you shall be. May you be among the few who shall remain. But anybody listening to me today who has a job, Who has a car? Who has a place of privilege? Who has a relationship that is substantial? If you are here today listening to me and you are in any place of blessing, relationship, job, money, whatever, please listen very carefully because this is a prophetic exhortation I'm giving you. Second Chronicles. Twenty-two. We have not started Bible study. So you can even title the message from many to few. I don't know whatever you want to say. Many to few. Oh, the spirit of counsel. <laughs> Verse one. Two crown. 22. If you are this time feeling sleepy, you can go home because you are not, you are the one who is not meant to prosper. You are the one who should be filtered out by this time. So just give your offering to your neighbor because we need the offering also. I, I need cement at OEB. I'm building there. So give your offering quickly. But I'm reading. And the inhabitants of Jerusalem made Ahazia. His youngest son, king, in his stead. You go to 21, go to 20. This guy, um, Jehoram, was a king. Misbehavior, fooling. So, the Philistines and the Ethiopians, some 
marauding band of invaders. They went into this house and killed the children. I don't know how they left Ahazia. So they killed all of Jehoram's children. But the youngest was the one who was left. Naturally, the child, the son of the king, will be king in his place. Are you in the church? Okay, you, you are, no, it's up to you. If, if you're not here, you're not the one who is supposed to remain in front. So, 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 so Ahazia, the son of Jehoram, king of Judah, reigned. Remember, how did this boy become king? He became king because the elder brothers had all been slaughtered, killed. Only Ahazia was left. Please, is it, is it clear? All right. So he reigned, number two, 42 years old was Ahazia. When he began to reign, 42 years, when he began to reign, watch it. And he reigned only one year in Jerusalem. Only one year. Now, this is the, this is what I'm talking about. That is the reason why I am preaching about the spirit of counsel. Me too, what I'm preaching, I've not heard it before or anywhere. Just like you, I've also not heard it anywhere. Why somebody will be a king for one year is the reason why I'm preaching to you tonight. One year. His mother's name also was Atalia, the daughter of Omri. If you are a Bible student, you realize that this Atalia was a, an evil woman. But that's not the point. That's not the point. We are not discussing Atalia here. Verse 3. Now, watch it. Now, the message is coming out. He also walked in the ways of the house of Ahab. For, for, watch, in America I say, watch this, watch this. For, at, for, 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 for his mother was his counselor. Atalia was his counselor to do evil, to do wickedly. Wherefore, he did evil in the sight of the Lord, like the house of Ahab. For they were his counselors. So his counselors were of the house of Ahab and also were of the, Nina, um, what's the name? His mother, Atalia. So this is a guy, all his elder brothers have been killed. He is the one left in the house. So by default, he becomes king. That is our story. That is everybody's story. That where you are sitting in life, originally you were not supposed to be there. Most of us are replacements of people. Most of us, where you are, the church you are pastoring, the husband you are, ask your husband properly. He will tell you that you were not the initial person you wanted to marry. When you go home, talk to your wife. She will tell you that she fell in love with a guy before she, she met you in the bush. Is it true? It's true. <laughs> Sorry. I know him. You know him? <laughs> wow. Your office. You shouldn't be in that office. 
of us are like Ahazia. The person who should be sitting in that office is either dead, has been removed by whatever story is not dead, and then you are a replacement. But his counselor, tonight, eh, may the demons that block your ears be uprooted from on top of your shoulder. Yes. Everyone do this. Yes, they should go. Because you must hear this message. He reigned for only one year. Did not last in the business. Did not last in the relationship. Did not last around a great person. Look, like Priscilla said in the poem, for me to be doing this work for 10 years, ha, you don't have any idea. If I have lost one of the people, you see, I'm talking about the spirit of counsel. That when it is upon a man, eh, when the spirit of counsel is upon a man, God surrounds him with people who speak. The 10 years I've been moving around, you don't have any idea. You only see me in pictures. You only see me on the stage, on TV. But behind the scenes, I, I, I have to be of good behavior. Yes. And I thank God for a wife who is wise and counsels and speaks sense. Yes. I'm not joking. Yes. I prophesy that you will not last one year in your marriage. You have sat down. I prophesy that you will not last one year in that job. Some of you shepherd, uh, members, whatever sitting here, God, some of you, there's somebody here who has a the privilege to be around your I hear some I don't know why we don't have it now like a chapel pastor I will call now like a zonal leader some, somebody here who should be far from a sensible person you are near a zonal leader but you have begun to misbehave it means you are not meant to do well tonight I said some of you should give your offering give your offering to her and go because perhaps you may not be the one who is supposed to really I'm speaking only to those who are meant to last in good places Ahazia lasted for one year why? because of the people who counseled him he died a miserable death but because of time I will not read about how he died. That's your assignment. When you go home, read it. Advice. Reverend Michael Samani, advice. Advice. To have somebody who advises you. Look. 2 Samuel 15, 25. The story of a fool. No, I'm not insulting him. His name was a fool, Nabal. Yeah. This Nabal, I can't read because of time, had a lot of animals. You know, David was being chased, so he was in the bush. So as he was in the bush, he saw these sheep and animals, and he and his men cared for them. 
I think they, are, they, they ran out of uh, uh, what's supplies. So somebody told them, oh, these animals we've been carrying for, the owner, Nabal, is in town. So he sent his boys, about five or seven or ten of them, that go and speak to Nabal and tell him that, you know, we are in the bush and we are, we've run out of water, bread, meat. So he should please send us some. Then Nabal was very angry. Who is David? Why is he? Nonsense. He's just sitting in the bush. He'll just send people to come and call for food and so on. So the, David's men returned. They came and told David what had happened. So David said, Nabal said, who is David? Nabal insulted me in front of my guys. All of you, all those who are sleeping, wake up. Everybody, take your bow and arrow and your sword. Everybody, we are going to town. By the time we return, this Nabal guy will be finished. So they took the arms. They took their bow and arrow and everything. But on the way, they met a woman called Abigail. I'm preaching. They met a woman called Abigail. So Abigail, so... Um, I don't even know. Yes. So Abigail advised, verse what? Oh, it's in 2 Samuel. First hmm. Samuel 25. Let's look at, let's say even verse 25. Let's say 25, 25. I don't know where it is, but 25, 25. Yeah. 25, verse 25. So, they met this woman who happened to be Nabal's wife. So he said, are you going to kill my husband? He said, no. Let not my Lord, I pray thee, regard this man of Belial. She is ad, ad, you see, describing her husband that my husband is demon possessed. See, you need to know sometimes if your husband is demon possessed, you should know he's demon possessed. When your sister is demonic, when somebody Jesus was able to tell that Peter was Satan, Ahazia couldn't tell that his mother was giving evil advice. Some of you, your downfall will be an Atalia in your life. Yes, yes, an Atalia. Somebody who comes into your life and gives you bad advice. But I'm going to preach that the real message hasn't come. So let, let, for us his name is, so is he. Nabal is his name. And folly, foolishness is with him. But I, thine handmaid, saw not the young men of my Lord, whom thou, I didn't see them. I was in the room. I was dressing up. So the men who came, I didn't see them. That's why they met my husband. I wasn't with them. Next verse, 25. Now therefore, my Lord, as the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, seeing the Lord has withholden thee from coming to shed blood, and from avenging thyself with thine own hand, now let thine enemies and they that seek evil to my Lord be as Nabal. Next verse. And now this blessing which thine handmaid had brought. So this woman brought some, you know, some nibi, some few you know, things, some bread and uh, sugar and uh, tea and milo and so on. But... Verse number 32. David said to Abigail, 
Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, which sent thee this day to meet me. Some of you, some people you have met are actually a supernatural, supernatural encounter God himself sent your way. And because you were not made to last in blessed places, demons are making you resistant to advice. Verse 3. And blessed be thy advice. And blessed be thou which has kept me this day from coming to shed blood. If David had gone to kill Nabal, he would have had a major crisis on his hand. But it was a woman he met, not knowing that it is God. You see, go back to verse 32. He said, blessed, 32. Blessed be the Lord which sent thee this day, listen to me, the same way demonic entities are sent to you, there are also angelic divine entities that are sent to you. Some of the human beings in your life are actually divine agendas and divine appointments. May the Lord touch your eyes to see the people he sends into your life. Now, one of the ways you will benefit from God's agents he sends into your life is their advice. Advice. Some of you, you couldn't pass your exam because nobody could advise you. I'm going to shock you before I close. I'm about to close now. I'll just shock you a little, some electrical shock. Then you go home. Yeah. But listen very carefully. One of the things you must pray for in life eh, is that God should put upon you the spirit of counsel. Because it looks to me that whether you will rule for one year, whether you will sing for the pastor for two years or 20 years, See, whenever I preach about the spirit of advice, the person I remember in my life is my wife. I'm telling you. No, don't clap. Don't clap. You to me, you remember somebody. Yeah, because see, you need to have people in your life. Some of you sitting here who are married, your wives are idiots. When a man is in trouble or has issues and he goes home. If you are here, you are a young man, you are not married, please lift up your right hand. Father, I pray for this. I didn't speak. I speak a word in the atmosphere that even existing relationships, if they must be broken, Father, break them. By every hand lifted, I pray that your mercy will locate them and grant each man a woman of substance, of wisdom. If she happens to be beautiful, I thank you, Lord. But whatever her size, bless these ones with wisdom. Put your hand down.
Now, all of you here, anybody who doesn't have a friend, or if you have a correct friend, or you don't, lift your right hand, everybody, lift your right hand. Let me speak to you. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray for Jemima. I pray for Janet. I pray for James. I pray for John. That just as Abigail from nowhere met David on his way to shed blood, send somebody to cross the paths of these hands lifted up. May they meet someone. Lord, I pray, I pray in the name of Jesus that they will have somebody in the moment of self-destruction and self-annihilation. May they encounter a voice, a voice. For John said of himself about Jesus that I am the voice. Lord, I pray that counselors will make a difference to their lives. Lord, I pray that counselors send somebody who gives advice. May none under the sound of my voice, a pastor, a businessman, a student, a worker, a CEO, a banker, a wife, a husband, a father, a mother. May nobody under the sound of my voice be a fool, be an idiot. I pray for longevity in the name of Jesus that these ones will last. I thank you. You've heard my prayer. I stamp it with a drop of oil. In Jesus' name. Clap your hands now. So, keep watching. Today, I commission you. Go out. And when you step out, don't look for a beautiful girl. Don't look for a tall man. Look out. You will see people who don't last in the places God puts them. God will anoint your eyes to meet what I want to call a group of people called ephemerals. Ephemerals. E-P-H-E-M. I studied that in a Greek form two secondary school. Ephemerals. E-P-H-E-M-E-R-A-L-S. They are plants. They don't last like coconut tree. When we say your destiny is ephemeral, it means that your destiny is supposed to just be a flash in the pan. That your large ministry your large satellite church is just ephemeral. It just comes, and it goes. Soon, we can't find you. Soon, you are not there. Now, listen to me very carefully. I'm, I'm now about to preach. I'm saying to you that in this life, eh, if you are listening to me, and you don't have a list of counselors, <laughs> Please ask your neighbor who advises you. Please just ask with all respect. Don't don't be angry. Yes, yes. Like how you are smiling. Yes, smile. Yeah. Just smile nicely and ask. Just who advises you? Yeah. Or you can say it in three. One, eight, two, four. So 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 so. Still in the spirit of counsel, 
in Exodus 18, 13, Moses sat to judge the people. Exodus 18. So when Moses' father-in-law, an unbeliever, saw all that he did to the people, he said, what is this thing you are doing? Why do you, go back. Why sittest thou thyself alone? Karama zande boshkatele badaya. Look, tonight I'll tell you. I wish I was the one sitting down and Enam was preaching. Oh yes, I was, I was sitting, I, I wish I was sitting down and Reverend Asso was because I need someone to tell me this. That even if you are Moses, you can get it wrong. Even if you are Moses, you have successfully crossed the Red Sea with two million people, you can still misfire. Do you know the type of leadership that moves two million people across a Red Sea? Do you know it? Do you know the stresses and the tensions and the difficulties a man will go through to transport two million people across the sea. Even do you know what it what it takes for the sea to dry? Because they say sea never dry. A man, Karuaba. I, 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 I want to beg you to cancel all your appointments, any travel arrangements, twenty ninth. 30th, because it's the only reading convention we are going to have. Reading, we read that. We read that. But I'm asking a question. Do you have any idea? Do you know how to dry the Red Sea? <laughs> Do you know the faith you must have to be able to cause a Red Sea to dry? <laughs> and then Two million murmuring people. But Moses successfully crossed the Red Sea with these guys. Still. Still. He was getting it wrong. Some of you think that because you have got a master's degree, you know everything. I'm preaching. Some of you think because you have married for 15 years, you know how to marry. You have been married for 20 years. You know how to marry. Some of you think because you, you have successfully built four businesses, you know how to look. No matter the level of life you are at, uh, you need advice. You have not sung for too long not to get advice. Neither have you preached for too long not to need advice. His father-in-law, an, an, an unbeliever, he asked about open man. But I thought you should be, you see, sometimes uh, people, you wonder, is this the same person who brought two million people out of the, 
out of uh, Egypt. It's the same person. But you see, what you don't know is that we are never complete without a voice. Tonight, I'm talking about a voice that those of you who happen to have a voice, you must lick the toes of that voice. Because it looks like there's a time in your life, eh? it's not about your, your, what's the name of the word? Your, your, your experience. Because if it's experience, Moses should be the most experienced leader. But he was blowing it big time. A time comes, it's not your beauty. A time comes, it's, I'm, I say, I'm saying that no matter how advanced you are in any area of life, business, raising children, marriage, school, ministry, whatever it is, understand that there is always a day when you will need the input of a death row. Why? Why are you sitting alone? And all the people are standing by day from morning till evening. Fifteen. Moses said to the father, because the people come to me to inquire of the Lord. When they have a matter, they come to me. I'm ending. And I judge between one and the another. I do make them. Seventeen. And Moses' father said to him, the thing, let's all read. One, go. Start again. One, go. It's not good. Again, some of you sitting here, I'm talking to pastors, zonal leaders, reverends. If there were bishops, I'd have mentioned bishops. Currently, the thing thou doest is not good. The reason why I'm reading this verse is that David the wise told Abigail that it was God who brought her his way. Abigail told that she knows the area. She's an area girl who knows the 18s. But it was, there was a divine hand that some of you, some people you have met came from God or either from Satan. But when I begin to teach you on um, your friend is saying, you know, um, how to walk in the spirit of counsel you realize that your responsibility in life every day is to remove sources of bad advice from your life that one what is bad and what is good depends on you verse 18 Thou will surely wear away. Give me a new living translation if you can find it. You are going to wear yourself out and the people too. This job is too heavy a burden for you to handle all by yourself. Go back to King James. Thou will surely wear away. Some of, there's, a, there's a pastor here. There's a behavior there's a behavior you are putting up now. It looks to me like you are going to wear away soon. Soon you won't be a pastor again. Your shop, your office, your house, wherever you are, today, 
the advice I came to give you is that. Just as I look for a wife, or you look for a husband, or you look for a job, look for a counselor. That counselor may not necessarily be your wife because your wife may be a fool. There are men sitting here in this service who should never listen to one advice from their wife because the wife has proven at least twice that she is an idiot. Wearing a wedding ring doesn't mean you are wise. And some of you men should listen to your wife. Some of you wives must listen to your husband. Some of you wives also, your husband is a Nabal. Am I the one to tell you your husband is a Nabal or a David? You yourself should know. So when I start preaching about how to walk in the spirit of counsel, I'm going to say a few things. But tonight, I'm just saying to you that When you have somebody standing in front of you to advise you. Verse 19. Hearken now to my voice. Who is speaking? Who is the one speaking? Angel Gabriel. Uh, Sorry, uh, Michael. Who is speaking now? David. Who is speaking? Jethro. Jethro. Hearken now unto my voice. Jethro. Jethro. Jethro, an unbeliever, a heathen, I will give you advice and God shall be with you. That is, the uh, the counsel I'm giving you is actually God who is with you. If you want, how many of you want to have God to be with you? To have God, you want God, you want God. How many of you want God? God can come into your life mightily. A form of advice. You are looking at a man with God in his life. Not because I did engineering. Forget about engineering. Not because I'm from the Volta region. But because by my side are two major pillars. Yes. When I am around Bishop and he's talking it's like fresh water. But, 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 but before you clap, it is my responsibility to last around him. Yes, something can bump me off. It's not everything I can say in public. Hear my advice. And I'll give you counsel. And God shall be with you. Tonight, eh, some of you don't need to pray. You've prayed enough. Go and sleep. Wake up at 10 a.m. Enough of the prayer. Because the voice, what you want God to do for you, there's a woman standing by you. (laughs) There's a man standing by you. There is somebody in your life. So for me, 
There are many things I don't pray about. I, no, I don't pray about When my pastor speaks, I've heard it. When this person speaks, I've heard it. When this person speaks, I've heard it. Yes. I was chatting with somebody a few days ago. The person made a remark. It's a remark. I want to start talking about how to walk in the spirit of counsel. Yes. But before I talk about, you know, your friend is saying, no. how to walk in the spirit of counsel, I want to inform you that your wisdom. Okay, let's read the verse. I hope I find it. Second Chronicles 10. Sana! Solomon's wisdom, as wise as Solomon, it was not only his wisdom he was using to rule. Verse 6 of Second Chronicles 10. And King Rehoboam, you know Rehoboam? Yes, the man who divided Israel into two. He took counsel with the old man that had stood before Solomon, his father, while he yet lived, saying, what counsel give ye me to return? You know, Jeroboam, Rehoboam had been faced with a dilemma whether to, what answer to give some people who had come to ask him. The, the Bible says that he went to see the New Living Translation. Look at the NLT of this verse. King Rehoboam discussed the matter with the older men who had counseled his father. Solomon the wise man was wise because he had counselors. Sana, Solomon was not just wise because he was born wise and he ruled with wisdom. There were people so when I was listening, when I was um, preparing this message yesterday in my hotel room, <laughs> I just went to Google, advices of the U.S. president. I was shocked in Wikipedia. That as Obama is walking around, he is surrounded by advices. The one, one area, national security alone, he had about seven men. Top, top counselor. So when he comes with, uh, your friend is saying, a, a speech, and he's reading, Minya, it says advisors who are in his room with him, advising him. Solomon, as wise as Solomon, son now, Solomon was not just any wise man. He had Counselors. It is the same counselors Rehoboam also could have used to advance his kingdom. But there is something in a fool. The Bible says in Proverbs that wisdom, wisdom, wisdom is profitable to the wise. Solomon was the wisest, was the richest, was the greatest. In fact, Jesus himself, when he was mentioning glory, did not use anybody, but he used Solomon. He said, Solomon in all his glory. Solomon 
not knowing that the man's greatness was because of elderly wise men. Yes. Some of you sitting here, you think beloved Dozen is marrying instead of sitting down and going to ask Auntie Karen, tell me about marriage. You have gone to buy hair. Tonight, eh? May there be no Ahasia here. Listen, I'm, t- I'm saying to you that Ahasia ruled for one year because of his counselors. Solomon ruled till he died because of his counselors. I said because of his counselors. Moses became a great leader and went ahead because of the counsel of one man. How do you walk in the spirit of counsel? Let me give you one or two that we close. Number one. Understand that you are surrounded by many voices. Including your personal ideas. <laughs> First Corinthians 14.10 There are, it may be, so many kinds of voices in the world. Your world you are in. Your world of marriage. Some of you will never have a good marriage because of your mother who advises you. So bishop, tell me, who should I, who should I take advice from? Is it my mother or my father or my cousin? Me, I, should, I will not advise you. I can't advise you. Yes, I, can't, I, I don't know your mother. It's up to you. That's why the name of that spirit is the spirit of counsel. See, when the spirit of counsel is on you, when it's not on you, we can tell, you see, you can tell a man's foolishness by his reaction to wisdom. When the spirit of counsel is upon a woman or a man, that person knows that this counsel is of God. When the spirit of counsel is not on you, because there are many voices, there are many voices, and not none of them is without signification. That is, each voice is significant. Every voice in your life can either push you up or bring you down. There is no neutral voice. Kayayayaya. My God, help me to preach this message. There is no neutral voice. That is why you have a responsibility of among these many voices to mute some and to amplify the others. There are some people in your life you must literally pay money to. And say, stay in my life. He said, and he said can I have another version? Another version? Quickly, I'm, I'm ending. Every language has meaning. Message Bible. There are many languages in the world and they all mean something to someone. <laughs> yes. Every voice is significant. May God give you wisdom. 
Somebody here, your one year is about to expire. Number two, of course, it makes sense. Be very close to the Holy Spirit. Be very close to the convictions of the Holy Spirit. Be very close to the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Be very close to the convictions, to the guidance, to the input, personally. Because it looks like, look, it looks like there is no formula. For somebody, his mother's advice made him great. For another person, his mother's advice ended his ministry. Yes, I know my, my mother, my mother at home, she gave me good advice for marriage. Good advice. I remember the first day, there was something. Sha, 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 sha. There was, some, there was an outdooring. My, I think my daughter's outdooring. There was a family meeting in my house. We in Kolebu then. Where my mother and her side, my wife's parents and so on had come. And I think my mother happened to be where I was looking for my wife. Because her mother was looking for her. So, apparently my mother was sitting around where my, I didn't even see my wife well, but when I went close, I saw her, I said, hey, hey, uh, whatever, your mother is looking for you. Your mother is looking for you. My mother called me aside and said, you don't talk like that. I said, oh, why? She said, you don't say, when you marry a woman, her mother is your mother. Say, mommy is looking for you, not your mother is looking for you. Day one. Good teaching. Good teaching. You don't say your mother, because her mother is your mother. Yes. I have never forgotten it. And my relationship with my mother-in-law has been guided by that sentence I heard years ago. It never left me. It never ever left me. So somebody's mother is building his marriage. Somebody's mother Tells her that in the marriage you are going to marry, remember that your husband is going to accumulate wealth for himself. So you too, as you are in it, make sure you take as much as you can and hide it. Some of you have got Atalias as your mother. Atalia, I'm preaching. Atalia, may you not even have Atalia as a pastor. There are pastors who are Atalias. If ever, if ever you find me an Natalia in your life, bump me off. Remove me. Fast. Fast. Don't even spend one night around me. But, Rosie, baby, darling, sweetie, honey bunch, if I'm an Natalia to you, or I'm a whatever to you, it depends on you. You must know the Holy Spirit. Because apparently there's no formula. It's not like mothers are devils and fathers are angels. Or fathers are devils. Or mothers are angels. Or all pastors are good. Or senior brothers are good. You will never know. There are some of you here. It is your pastor who has led you into destruction. How your pastor handled you. Has twisted your soul. 
I should tell you which are you the one or the other one. That's why the second point is that know the Holy Spirit yourself. Yes, because Sana, there's no formula. Apparently, the one who was told that flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. 738. By 742, he was being called Satan. So, 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 so you will never know when a pastor metamorphoses into a devil. You, so that's why you should know. When a pastor is advising you to remove your panties, you yourself should know. That, 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 <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, since when? What are you doing? Because remove your panties is advice. <laughs> it's advice. It's advice. Some of you are not where you are supposed to be in life because you couldn't get, get elderly men. You couldn't get wise counsel. And you are not going to last. Look, let me tell you. Maybe I said you can title it many to few. The difference between many are called. And the few who are left prosperous, blessed, happy, married, happy in life. Listen, no fear is great. Everybody has issues. Everybody has challenges. <laughs> you think you are the only one with problems? You are the only one? You are joking. Come home. I'll sit you in my veranda and talk, you, will, you, 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 will, you, you will leave your car for me and go home. But I've seen the differences among people who remain at the top or those who go up and fall. Those who soon, you can't find them. The Bible talks about it. He said, you look for them. Their place is desolate. You cannot find them. And I'm saying that may you last no matter the challenge you are, whether it's your marriage, listen, there is nothing like a beastly marriage. Oh. You need, look, <laughs> men, what you have is good. What you need is wisdom to live with an animal like that. Somebody's married may not be. Your husband slaps you. Someone's husband doesn't slap. But the voice, the mouth, is like slap. Slaps. Someone's husband doesn't slap him. Doesn't slap her. Doesn't say nice words. Gentleman from Cape Coast. But he doesn't give chop money. Obianin <laughs> Which one do you like? The one who doesn't slap or the one who slaps? You won't slap with chop money or what? Which one? The one slaps with chop money. Okay, you'll get it from next week. <laughs> yes. Know the Holy Spirit yourself because it looks like 738, a man is spiritual. 742, he has turned into a devil. The man who is saying to you, pay your tithes and God is going to bless you. The man who is saying to you that serve God, be spiritual, join the choir, let's do outreach, is the one who will say that I want to kiss you.
allow me just once, once. Bakupe. I'm preaching. Rayman Katala Baba. I think we should close now that we can continue next week. Because the points are a lot. One more. Okay. Let me give you one more. Number, number three. Walk in total humility towards your wise counselor. You see, those of you who want to know whether you are proud or you are humble, I'm ending now. Please get a, get a iPad. I want to prove them that I've finished that meeting. <laughs> those of you who want to know whether you are proud or you are humble, I want to tell you how to, one of the ways, just one of the ways. You will know you are proud or you are humble by Nina. How you relate with. You know, you said you were listening to a camp. Which camp was that? Advancing Pergamos. And what did Bishop say about? He said, he said about, uh, about like the, the person must not have any relationship. Bishop was saying that the church could choose to have a relationship with him, but they should choose to have a father and a son relationship with him. Again. He said the church can choose, that's the pastors, they can choose to have any relationship. Which camp is this? Advancing in Pergamos. Which track? Track two. And what, and turn, turn your, to your, turn and, and what did he say? He said the church could, the pastors could choose to have any relationship with him, but they should choose to have a father and son relationship with him, which is the best relationship, and that he would pass on spiritual inheritances and blessings onto them. Clap your hands for him. You see, father-son relationship is not about calling somebody daddy. Those of you who are into, it's people from Kumasi who use the word daddy. Daddy, daddy, even God is daddy, Jesus is daddy. This is daddy, 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 daddy. Listen, no, no, I'm not saying it is wrong. There's something wrong with it. But if you want to walk in the spirit of counsel, Bishop says, said he had been reading um, Rick Joyner's book for years. Years. Then one day, God told him, stop receiving from him as a colleague. Receive from him as a father. So, so once that relationship comes, it means that you are forever subdued. See, that is why I've said some of you at home, your father at home is an Atalia. Your mother, biological from whose vagina you came, is an Atalia because she has not taught you how to relate with a father or a mother. Some of you have actually been destroyed by a father. Where you are allowed to have your way. Where you have not been slapped before. Wow. Yes. 
So you have also brought that into business, into relationships with your friends. But among your friends, eh, there should be somebody. You don't need to call the person daddy. You can even call him cow. But you must have what we call instant submission. That when the person speaks, don't forget, I've already told you number two, you yourself should be spiritual. <laughs> of course, if the person says, remove your panties, it's not instant submission. <laughs> yes. And once a while, God will bless you with a brother, a crefe brother, a church brother, a pastor, who will not tell you to remove your panties. You can never receive counsel from someone who you are not ready. See, see the very acts and arts of receiving advice from someone means you have submitted yourself to this person. And sometimes, sometimes your servant at home must be like I was, I was telling you a few days ago. I, I mean, I, I, I made some moves in the church based on somebody's advice. The person didn't even know that an advice was coming. But I saw that, hey, this advice. I immediately, because I am, of, so the fact that you have the Holy Ghost in you doesn't mean you are wise. You will goof. You will make mistakes. But a sign that you have the Holy Spirit in you is that when good advice comes, you can detect this is advice. That's why even when Moses was goofing and Jethro spoke, he said, this is advice. That's how Naaman got healed. Naaman got healed because he humbled himself. Can you imagine your servant, your houseboy? You are under your houseboy. Your houseboy, like you are going this way. And your houseboy tells you, go this way. Literally. Look, you do not have any idea the one God is going to use to guide you along a path. That's why I will say it again, even next week, God will now, that you must be spiritual yourself. Because nobody can tell you. There's no formula. There's no algorithm. There's no means of measuring whether it's, if the girl wears red, then she's a devil, or she wears brown and black, she's good. Is she the? Is it tall ones, or is it the, the pastor who preaches well? No, no. Literally, Naaman was going here, and the servant said, "Sir." If the prophet had asked you to do this or that, why wouldn't you just go back and bath and then we go home? Naaman the general. Naaman the big man. The spirit of counsel goes in hand in hand with the spirit of humility. You can tell your level of humility by how you are willing. Naaman, his own way was this way. But the servant turned. Some of you listening to me. A cow. A cow will give you advice. 
So you see that the people who are very wise, the people who have the spirit of counsel, they love animals. They love trees. They love plants. Because you see an animal as meat. But he sees an animal as something he can get advice from. So you see that white people are always learning from animals. And black people are always eating animals. You can laugh at me. There was a man who was riding a donkey. And the donkey stopped. Who was that? Balaam. Was on a donkey. Kakra, 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 kakra. Then the donkey stopped. Why did the donkey stop? He had seen, the donkey had seen something. The man sitting on the donkey hadn't seen. So if you are gifted with blindness, you better listen when the donkey speaks to you. Yeah, your, your ability to humble yourself to a donkey may show the spirit of counsel upon your life. When you are driving, you see a, a dog. Dogs have a way of walking. If, if they were horses, we say they are um, cantering, eh? Yes. You are and then, when a car is coming, and the dog turns and sees the car, then it runs into the bush. Dogs, when they see danger, they run into the bush. You, you see danger, and you start. <laughs> I'm preaching. Today, if I had the chance to lay hands on everybody, I'll have one prayer. That the spirit of counsel. Next week, God willing, I'm going to continue. How to walk in the spirit. Because it looks like that may let you rule for one year. Or rule for the rest of your life. But right now, eh, wherever God has placed you. Anywhere you are. Anywhere you are. May the spirit of counsel. Keep you. May your kingdom not be broken into two. Hey! Are wives listening to me? Are wives listening to me? <laughs> One wife came to see me just before I traveled and said, my husband is getting close to a sister, and something, something, and so on. So I asked so her, what have you done about it? She said, oh, one day we just, um, we just spoke about it. But I still don't feel right in my spirit. So I want to go back and speak and talk to him properly about it. And I said, the last thing you will do is to go back to your husband. But if you want to talk to him, the best thing you ever did 
was to come and discuss this issue with me. So I drove my car to that guy's house and I sat down with him. By the time I finished with him, he was kneeling down for me to pray for him. Then he made a comment that I would never have received. That's why I'm saying that some of you, are, there are some people in your life, you must pay them every month stipend to remain in your life because they, they, they exist as bastions of wisdom and guidance. And if you are here and you don't have such a thing, you are almost like a cursed person. Yes. That's why tonight, my prayer for you is that there will be someone because I know wives who have used their hands to destroy their relationship with their husbands. Whose husbands have no intention of seeing their faces. Except for political reasons. Except for spiritual reasons. But passe, like feelings, you and I, first love, we are together, smooch me, I smooch you. It's over. The rest is all Christianity and uh, public show with pictures and so on. Yes. Because, uh, you see, if you, if you don't have guidance and the spirit of counsel, and some of you, you are too big to be advised. Listen, I'm saying Moses, Moses had an advisor. David had advisors. Solomon had advisors. Idiots have advisors. Idiots. Me. That's what me, as you are seeing me, like, if I was an unbeliever, I would say, I've gone to bang my skin. Like, I've done juju. Yeah. Look, my beam. Yeah. So that. It's a French word. So, 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 so me, eh, I'm telling you, it's a gift I have. I pick advice from sources you will not believe. You won't believe it. Sometimes the people I pick the advice from don't even know they're advising me. It is a level of spirituality. Hey, because there's a, there's a place in life nobody advises you. No, the issues are too complex for someone to have an opinion. In that shop, at the top, I want you are a messenger, a clerk, a stenographer, grade three. But at a certain level, you advise yourself. If you are a CEO, how a goat moves with her kids can be a source of advice for you. Yeah, that's why Solomon said, I walk by a field, a field that was overgrown, a field whose fence had, had been broken down, and I learned a lesson. It's a level. The things people pass by. The marriages people pass by. Some of you, your mother's marriage should have advised you by now. Your big sister's life should have advised you. Your, I, I sat with my mother today. We spent about an hour and a half or two hours. It was rich. She thought she was just talking. But I was learning a lot about my family I'm coming from. I know, hey, be careful. Some of you, you sit with advice. And you reject the advice. Rehoboam, area boys advising. Gray-haired men advising. He chose the advice of area boys. That's why 1 Corinthians 14, 10 says, There are many voices. Many voices. Tomorrow when you wake up, there will be a, a voice saying sleep. Oh yes, I had one today. A voice will say go. 
a voice will say, move away from that boy. A voice will say, go near him. Like Philip, when he saw the, you know, a voice said, go near him. A voice will tell you, go near him. There are, sometimes, as you are hearing, love him, and the voice, hate him, love, hate him, it love him, it love him. Which one do you choose? That is where your level of spirituality, because everybody will have the privilege to hear the voices of area boys and the voices of wise men. It is up to you to decide. I, there's no formula in the Bible or in hell or in heaven. Ultimately, you must know. You must be spiritual to know that this voice is Satan's voice. Even though five minutes ago, this voice was God's voice. Yes. And when you get there, you see that you rise and ride above difficulties. Things that bring people down, you rise above it. I pray, may your kingdom stretch from shore to shore. Till your sun rise, may it never set. The son of your marriage, the son of your ministry. Those of you whose son is rising in ministry, may it never set. Those of you whose son is rising in business, may it never set. I pray in the name of Jesus that your strength, that the arm of your right hand shall be strong and strong and strong and strong. I come against weakness. I come against weakness. I come against weakness. The spirit that drains energy. May you in your lifetime know that which puts energy in you and that which drains your life. I pray that you are not going to lie in bed with someone who is in your life to drain your energy. Remember, no matter how spiritual you are, you will not be surrounded by angels. There will be people who will come as agents of Satan. I pray in the name of Jesus that God himself will grant you the spirit of wisdom that you will know that this one is good advice based on your level of spirituality. I have advised people who told me I will not do what you are saying. But later on, based on their spirituality, they saw my advice. I pray for you today that in your life you'll be surrounded by wise old men. My God, as for tonight, if you remember last week, last month, last year, I praise you for the size of your church, for the sweetness in your marriage. If you remember, I praise you for your promotion at work. But today, when I remember Moses, I remember that it's not how you are promoted. It's not how great you are. It's not how rich you are. But whether you will be weary or you will be strong, depends on the counselors you have around you. I pray in the name of Jesus that none here under the sound of my voice will be blown away by a wind of doctrine, by a wind of false counsel. May the men who give evil advice, my God, I pray. I said, my God, I pray that every Atalia in your life, everybody from the house of Judah in your life, may their voice be silenced. My brother, my sister, you can rise above every storm. You can ride every storm. You can ride every wave. I pray in the name of Jesus that God will grant you spirituality. That God will grant you spirituality to know this is the voice of God. This is the voice of Satan. Father, put on them the spirit of counsel. I pray for those who have achieved a lot in life. 
who have achieved in marriage, achieved in education, achieved in business, if they are not at the level of Moses, give them the eyes and the ears to pick the voice of Jethro and to see it as a thus said the Lord. Even when an unbeliever speaks, Lord, I pray that somebody under the sound of my voice will have the spirit of counsel. Lift your right hand and receive the spirit of counsel. May it come upon you. May it come upon you. I tell you, apparently, there is none wise. There is none great. If Solomon had counselors, may there be women around you. I said, may there be at least a woman and a man who speaks into your life. Father, deliver them from Atalias. Deliver them from Atalia mothers, Atalia fathers, Atalia pastors, Atalia friends, Atalia sisters, Atalia wives, Atalia husbands. I pray for you. I pray for you today. Kata bakata. That may it be said of you that you rose to your next three levels, next four levels, that you went higher. May you be seen at the top. May it be seen at the top. And may it be because, because, because the spirit of counsel was on you. I pray that the many voices in this life will not drown you. Like Moses, as a pastor here, your own ideas will destroy you. Moses' own ideas. The man who had successfully transited two million people to better place, a better place. His ideas were about to destroy his ministry. That's why it is in your interest to lift up your two hands and ask the Lord, Father, no matter the level of life I find myself, let me not be resistant to a voice of reason, a voice of counsel. May I not shut in my life. May I not shut out, shut down. Grant me the spirit of counsel, O God. For it looks like I'm weak. I'm weak. Lift your hands. Guide me, O Thou great Jehovah. Pilgrims through this barren land. And lift your hands and as we close. I am weak, but thou art mighty. Hold me with Tonight we want to acclaim you may be Moses. You may be Moses. I said you may be Moses. Lift your hands and sing. Pilgrim this hey. I am weak, but thou art mighty. Hold me with Sing it again, baby. You 
may not have gone to school, but advisors. ago and Peter's three minutes after because everybody when you are weak there's a bread from heaven sing it baby bread, bread of heaven that bread, bread of heaven. may be an animal may be a friend may be a pastor may be a sister sing it my darling bread of heaven to gather you as a hen gathered her chicks but you especially you would not so all of us you see people who are called but they are eliminated you look at pictures but this person he was around what what happened what happened he lacked the spirit of counsel and was bound remember all the people who are surrounded by Ataliers rule for only one year. And some of you, your Atalia will be in your own self. Guide me, oh. Thou great Jehovah Pilgrim through This barren land I am weak, but Lift your hands. Hold me with Again. Let it be your prayer, my brother, my sister. sing this song again and then we'll, we'll close but I want you to remember I said that's a point you my brother be spiritual yourself because sometimes not sometimes, always even if good advice comes you will know that it's good if no advice comes, you will be able to advise yourself classic example is the prodigal son when he was in trouble, the man he went to seek help from rather sank him. You don't know. You are Ghanaian, so you don't know what it means to eat with pigs or to feed pigs. It's almost like feeding curses. 
when he had lost everything, no money, no food, he, the, the, the citizen he went to see, sometimes if you don't choose the right person, hey, you may think you are getting instant relief, but you will be spiraling down the quagmire. At a point, nobody could advise him. He himself advised himself. Lift your two hands. Whatever it will take him. And why did he advise himself? Because he had done away. He had removed a father figure from his life. He had gone his own way. That's what the Bible says, that your own iniquities shall correct you. He did not need to even advise himself. He had an advisor at home. But he wasn't humble. Lift your two hands and pray and talk to God and say, Lord, tonight eh, I have laughed and danced. I've smiled. But let this, perhaps this may be the most important message. Whether you will die of HIV or not. Whether you will ever smile again or not. Some of you have received blows from life. And God sends voices that will resurrect your life. And that is the voice you are anointed to fight. Yes. Lift your hands. Katasaka. Lekrumasata. Shamika. Dekridasa. Dedida. Dedila. Yes. 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 You can laugh. Yes. If you feel like crying, cry. Because some of you, your stupidity is being released. Yes. If you want to weep, weep. If you can't stand on your feet, sit down or kneel down. This may be the message of your life. The spirit of counsel. Listen, nobody was meant to rule for one year. No. Nobody was meant to enjoy pleasure for one year. May you last. Jesus. 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 Kabandele besata.
Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.